0: Hello, Leafers. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I know there are a few of you because I check the download statistics every day. This is going to be a little bit shorter than a normal episode. Rebecca took a trip to LA. I took a trip to the emergency room because of food poisoning, but the show must go on. I'm going to do a short segment in response to our first review on Apple Podcasts, which I really appreciate that you reviewed us, P-G-W-I-S-N. I don't know if that's an acronym or if I was supposed to pronounce that somehow, but anyone else out there listening, if you want to review us, please do so. The review asked in part, how old is the red oak in our backyard? And so this segment is about my attempt to figure that out and why it's a little more complicated than some online resources would have you believe. Okay, so I'm out here in the backyard feeling a little strange talking to myself and I've got my tools here, a uh, tape measure and some rope. And what I'm gonna try to do without crushing too many of our plantings is get this rope around the tree at uh, four and a half feet off the ground. That is the first step in this process of trying to determine the red oaks age. So tape measure four and a half feet right there. And then here's the real trick, trying to whip this thing around. Wow, that was very lucky, okay. Got the rope around. So now, four and a half feet off the ground. It's just about here. All right, so now I'm taking my rope back and I'm gonna lay it out on the lawn, measuring. Okay, so we have 133 inches. Heading back inside. So I got my measurement, 133 inches. I'm actually doing this math right now. It's not just for show. Going to treehugger.com's article about estimating your tree's age from its (laughs) diameter. Diameter equals circumference divided by pi. So 133. It by three point one four is forty-two inches, so forty-two inch diameter, and then diameter times four, which is the growth factor for red oak, equals one hundred and sixty-eight. So according to Tree Hugger dot com the red oak is 168 years old
1: did you say 168
0: i'll go over there did
1: you say 168
0: i did say 168 that's so pretty old. it's very old so rebecca rebecca's joining the podcast now from bed i'm lying um, in
1: bed but i just heard him say 168 i just heard you say 168 is that well, actual age how like confirmed is that
0: so that's a great question i'm glad you asked you're the perfect foil for this moment in the podcast <laughs> Because um, if you're a normal person, you'd go out and you would measure the uh, circumference of your trunk. You'd say 168. That sounds great. I love that number. Okay, bye. But you're um, not a
1: normal person. You're a weird person. So what do you do? I'm a
0: weird person. So I, I, I read about um, these growth factor calculations, and I read that they're not super accurate. And I said, well, it's not good enough to know that it's not super accurate. I need to know inaccurate it is right because if it's off by like 10 years like great that's that's wonderful if it's off by like 40% then like the number doesn't really mean a lot to me so I started digging deeper and it turns out that um, the growth factors are based on forest land trees is the term used by the International Society of Arbiculturists Arboriculturists who came up with this methodology. Um, And obviously in a forest, the growing conditions are completely different than in a backyard. There's uh, less access to water, but the soil isn't as disturbed. So it's like extremely variable and nobody seemingly can tell you by what percentage off you might be. So what I decided to do is rather than just using that single number, I would do a little more digging and I would look at some other factors that might help me narrow down how old is this tree? So the first thing that I came across is red oaks do not hit their peak acorn production until they're about 50 years old. So it's at least 50 it's years old. It's
1: definitely 50 years old or more. Because we, know we get a fuck ton of acorns every year.
0: <laughs> we get approximately a fuck ton of acorns every year. How many years does it year? t- to rain <laughs> <mount> <laughs> it. acorns? Rain so much hell! That
1: you're afraid that it's going to brain your baby when you're standing under it and fall.
0: So you you can do that. Google. I'll leave that one to you. Um, we also know that this house was built in 1870. So that was help me with the math here. How many years ago was that? We'll it, leave it 1970. To you, <laughs> well,
1: uh, we warned you that we're not experts. In fact, we cannot,
0: <laughs> in fact, we cannot <laughs> take <laughs> our phones out of our pockets to use the calculator app. Um, our, Our house is 151 years old. The neighborhood in general was built around that time. That oak tree is right on the property line. So I've always thought like, oh, that would be interesting if they didn't have, you know, large fences. Maybe they had a hedge dividing the properties or maybe they had a row of trees. And maybe that tree was planted around the time that the house was built. So that's 151 years. And maybe it wasn't planted from an acorn. Maybe it was planted as a small sapling. It was already five years old or something like that.
1: Wow, I had never thought of that, that like when this house was built, maybe they planted trees in the backyards intentionally. I never thought that that would be how that tree got there. I just assumed it was there first.
0: It also could be that. I mean, I'm making a total guess. It just, the fact that it's right on the property line has always indicated to me that by the time people were building fences, it was already big enough that they were like, oh, we shouldn't cut down this tree.
1: When they would have built this whole neighborhood, would they have clear cut the whole thing in order to build all the houses?
0: Well, it was farmland. It was Ebenezer Dexter's farmland, so he would have clear cut it.
1: So it was probably clear cut. So I wonder if all the oldest trees were planted Right around when all the houses were built.
0: Right, presumably. Unless he left a couple of trees for his cows to graze under, which I yeah.
1: feel like such a detective right now.
0: We are getting further and further from anything interesting for our you, our dear listener. It's um,
1: very micro interesting only to us because we live here, kind of thing. But, but who knows?
0: I think the lesson maybe to take away is that It can be an interesting road to go down thinking about the history of trees and the way that people interact with trees. I will say one of the things that made me think that maybe that tree was planted on the property line is that I know that these backyards were used as gardens for the house. So people were cultivating them, people were paying attention to what was growing there. Anything else you're curious about with the trees? It's
1: very cool. I love thinking about the history. It feels very spooky to me, sort of. Is there any way for you to next do another mini app about um, how to find out our tree's um, astrological sign, the sun sign, the moon sign? Maybe that's maybe we need to call in some bigger experts for that.
0: That's not covered by the International Society of Arbiculturalists, but... Uh... In the age of the internet, if you can dream it, somebody is already doing it and charging $45 an hour for doing
1: it, it. or saying they're doing it and ready to take your money for it.
0: That's right. One other thing I will add to give a little bit of legitimacy to this seemingly extremely amateurish process is that arborists and other people who actually do this for a living do often use this kind of very local specific knowledge and the comparison of sizes of a given tree to um, the size of a tree that has a known age in order to try and estimate tree age, because um, it's an exact science. And without taking a core sample and counting the rings, it's uh, extremely difficult to really accurately estimate the age of a tree. So, you know, even if you're not Perfectly accurate, you're only as inaccurate as uh, the professionals. We hope you've enjoyed leafing out. And if you ever have a gardening question that you want us to weigh in on, you can send us an email or, better yet, email us a voice memo at leafingoutpod at gmail.com. And please follow us on Instagram at leafingoutpod.